Hello friend, welcome to Storytime with Adenike Adeojo. How are you doing today? In our last episode, I shared the Bible story as recorded in Exodus chapter 1. Do you remember I said that the king of Egypt commanded his people to kill every Hebrew newborn baby boy by throwing him into the river? Do you remember that? And that he said the newborn baby girl should be saved? Fine. During the time that this commandment was passed, a baby boy was born. Today's story is about that boy. The Bible recorded that Amram and Jochebed were Levites that got married to each other. Jochebed had given birth to some children before the king passed this commandment. So after the king had passed this commandment, she gave birth to a baby boy. The boy was really cute. She did not want the child to be killed. So she planned. She strategized on what to do. She hid the baby for three months. It was not easy hiding a little baby for three good months, but she did it. When she could no longer hide him, she had to put him in a well-coated basket and placed him by the river bank where she hoped that someone will see him and save him. The baby sister stood at a distance just away from the baby to see what would happen to him. So when Pharaoh's daughter came to the river to have her bath, she saw the basket and told one of her female slaves to get it for her. When they brought it to her, she opened the basket and saw that the baby was crying. She felt sorry for the baby and immediately knew that he is one of the Hebrews' babies. The baby sister then moved closer and asked the princess if she should go and get someone to nurse the baby for her. The princess agreed to that suggestion, so the girl went home and called the baby's mother. When they got back to the to Pharaoh's daughter, she handed the baby to Jochebed and said, Take this baby and nurse him for me. I will pay you. That was how Jochebed interestingly got paid to take care of our own baby boy while other women's baby were being killed. Do you see that? That is strategy. She took care of him, taught him the ways and religion of the Hebrews. She made him know that he is an Israelite and not an Egyptian. So when the boy had grown, she took him back to Pharaoh's daughter. Pharaoh's daughter named the boy Moses. Moses means drawn out of water. So one day, Moses went out to see his own people, the Hebrews, where they were, and he watched and saw their bathing and hard labor. He saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew. He was very angry. He wanted to fight for the Hebrew, but he couldn't because he didn't want people to know that he is Hebrew. So he waited and checked. When he saw that no one was looking at him, he grabbed the Egyptian, killed him, and buried him in the sand so that no one will know. The next day, he went out again and saw two Hebrew fighting. So he asked the one that was wrong, Why are you hitting your fellow Hebrew? The man said to him, Who made you a ruler and a judge over us? Do you intend to kill me as you killed the Egyptian? What? Moses was shocked. He had thought no one saw him or knew what had happened. When Pharaoh heard about the incident, he tried to kill Moses, but Moses fled from Pharaoh and went to live in Midian. At Midian, 
Moses saw seven daughters of the priest of Midian by the well. They were being driven away by the shepherds. The shepherds didn't want them to fetch water. But Moses rescued them from the hands of the shepherd and he helped them to draw water and they fed their flocks and then they went home. When they got back home, their father was surprised at their early return home. He was surprised, but they told him that an Egyptian helped them. Wow, lovely. Where is the man? Their father asked. Why did you leave him? Invite him to come and have something to eat. That was how they called Moses and Moses started living with them. The priest's name was Ruel. He is also called Jethro. He gave his daughter Zipporah to Moses to marry. So Moses got married to Zipporah. After some years, the king of Egypt that wanted to kill Moses died. But the children of Israel still did not get their freedom. Then they cried up to God for help. And God heard their groaning. And he remembered his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. One day, while Moses was taking care of his father-in-law's flock, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush when he led the flock to the wilderness at Horeb, the mountain of God. Moses saw that the bush was on fire. It was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. It was not consumed. It did not get burnt up. So Moses decided to go closer and see the strange sight. Why the bush was not burning. It was really, really strange. The Lord called Moses when he saw that Moses was going close to look. Moses! Moses! Then Moses said, I am here. Then God said, Do not come any closer. Take off your sandals. For the place where you are standing is holy ground. I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Then Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. God told Moses that he has heard the cry of his people in Egypt and that he has come to deliver them from the hands of the Egyptians and to take them to the land that he has promised them, the land that is flowing with milk and honey. Then God said to Moses, Come, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said, me? Who am I that I, I should go to Pharaoh and bring the, 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 the Israelites out of Egypt? God promised to be with him and that he should come back to the mountain to worship him after bringing the people out of Egypt. God so much had trust that Moses will do this and do it well. But Moses began to wonder what he will say to the Israelites and how he will say it to them and that how will they believe him. Then he said to God, if I, I go to the children of Israel and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you and they, they ask me, well, what, what is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you will say to the children of Israel. I am as sent me to you, the God of your fathers. 
God of Abraham, God of Isaac, and God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name, and you shall call me this from generation to generation. Then the Lord told Moses to go and assemble the elders of Israel together and tell them that he, the God of their fathers, appeared to him and to tell them that all that the Lord has told him. God assured Moses that the elders will listen to him. So God said, You and the elders are to go to the king of Egypt and say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has met with us. Let us take a three-day journey into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God. But I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go unless forced to do so. So I will stretch out my hand and strike the Egyptians with all the wonders that I will perform among them. After that, he will let you go, and I will give my people favor in the sight of the Egyptian, so that when you leave, you will not go empty-handed. Every woman is to ask her neighbor and any woman living in a house for articles of silver and gold and for clothing, which you will put on your sons and daughters, and so you will plunder the Egyptians. Mm. Moses wasn't still sure that this will work out. So he asked, what, what if they do not believe me or, or, or listen to, to, to me and, and say that the Lord did not uh, appear to you? The Lord said, what is that in your hand? A rod, Moses replied. The Lord told him to throw it on the ground and Moses did. As soon as Moses threw it on the ground, it became a snake. What? A snake? Moses was scared and he fled from it. Then the Lord told him to pick the snake by the tail. He did so and it turned back into a rod in his hand. So the Lord told him that this sign is for them to believe that he, the Lord, has appeared to Moses. I think the Lord read Moses' facial expression and saw that Moses did not believe that it will work. So he said to Moses, Put your hand inside your clock. And Moses did that. A clock is like a cape, a long one that is worn over the shoulders in a way that it will cover the major clothes that the person is wearing. So when Moses brought out his hand, his hand was leprous. The Bible said it had become as white as snow. Then the Lord told him to put his hand back under the clock. And when he did and brought it out, it was restored like his other flesh. So the Lord gave him a third sign in case they did not believe the first and second. The Lord told him to take some water from the river and pour it on the dry ground that the water will become blood on the dry ground. Oh no! How can I do this? Why me? I can't. I just can't. I don't want to go back to Egypt. I am a stammerer. Why, why me? Why, God, why? These and probably more what were what was running through Moses' mind. But he said to the Lord, Please, Lord, I, I, I am not eloquent. I am slow of speech and, and slow of tongue. 
I, I, I stammer. I stammer. I, I, I can't speak fast. I know you must have, have noticed since we, we started talking. I, 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 I am not. I am not faking it. I, I have always been like this. So I, I, I can't do this. I, I can't do this. For the Lord, this, this was not an acceptable excuse. It was an excuse that God will not accept. God chose Moses because he knew that Moses can execute this task. So he wasn't ready to change that. So the Lord said to him, Who gave human beings their mouth? Who makes them deaf or mute? Who gives them sight or make them blind? Is it not high the Lord? Go and I will be with your mouth and teach you what to say. This time, Moses just came out bluntly. He said to the Lord, Oh Lord, please send someone else. This statement made God really angry at Moses. The Lord was really, really angry at him. The Lord told him that Aaron, his brother, who can speak very well, will help him and he will take over the talking. The Lord told him not to forget to take the rod with him because the Lord believed that he will go. But did Moses go ascent? How did the elders and Pharaoh respond to him? Find out in our next episode. Today's episode is recorded in Exodus chapters, twin, chapters 2, 3, and 4. Let us pray. Father, we give you thanks for your word that you have released for us again today. We bless your name. We pray, O oh God, that you will help us to be responsive to whatever assignment you give to us. Help our hearts to be open and to receive that assignment and to execute them as you have given us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Please share this podcast so that others can learn about God and his ways. Do you have questions or comments? Send to us on our email on storytimewithadenike at deoju at gmail.com. Follow us on our social media platforms. Remember that I love you, but God loves you more. God bless you.